For those of you who'd like access to this content, follow the link in the description box, visit our Patreon page, and subscribe to the Black Kluge tier. For a mere $5 a month, you get access to the alternate Sunday episodes you've been missing, only available on Patreon, as well as the weekly Tuesday episodes. But wait, there's more. If you subscribe to the Black Kluge tier, you'll also get two weeks advance notice to our Thursday sessions. And if you needed any more incentive, when we have bonus episodes, Patreon is the place where you're going to find them. Also, don't forget to check out TeePublic for our great swag. The link is also in the aforementioned description. And I like, those, <laughs> no, I like those bands. I so it's a projection thing. Ralph is just, oh, now I get Ralph it. So you actually listen to this stuff. You're into whatever Ralph? is big. That is right. really what you're into. Yeah, he's the Casey Kasem of this you're show. You're into whatever's big. I realize sure. now. I'm into, the I'm only into reason the you would like. think that of me. So he's like, this is a perfect example of this whole clip is him projecting onto Gary what he knows to be true about himself. Well, yeah. And then the, I mean, at, at some point, doesn't he say, so it's like, well, if you know so much about music, how come you don't play guitar? Well, he doesn't play guitar. I, you know, I, I play guitar probably about as good as him and I can't play for shit, but it's well, just, he, um, he, he, he took some lessons, but he, and he never really learned how to play. And what they, what they teach you about narcissists is that the narcissism is that they can't, they have a hard time focusing on anything and certainly can't be bothered to learn lessons. No, I said it's like all his hobbies. He can't focus on it long enough. Nope. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where else would you get the idea? From looking at you. From looking at me. Yeah. What? What? How has he changed, Gary? What do you mean, how has he changed? Well, I just said he, he was this nerdy guy. Nerdy? 32, 33, 34 years old. When Why I was that nerdy? When you, that, when, look at that press photo from NBC. You think that's a lot better looking than you are. <laughs> it's not about me. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Don't put it on me. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about who you were and who you are now. No. Bowie's absolutely correct. Exactly. No, he did. Bowie, you know, Bowie's like an average looking guy, but Wiggy was a dork. Mm -hmm. He was just an out and out dork with a big, you know, the goofy mustache and he just, you know, no chin and it, he was just ridiculous looking. Well, the, the photo Bowie's talking about is that uh, infamous photo of Howard against the console uh, looking up. He's sort of sitting sitting up, yeah. and he's got a bit of a belly there, but not too bad. But he's, he's clearly a little pudgier, that's for sure. He's got that mustache yeah. and that dorky whatever system he had on because he admitted, I think, on one of the early morning shows there, and I've got the, mm -hmm. the audio, It's it's he was wearing a weave. So that's what it was back then, and he thought that was cool. And I'm sure it was all a matter of, like, what does Allison think? Think until he decided, well, I got to get someone else to tell me what to do because it's not working. But because he was a dork, I think that's exactly that. That probably was the one time he was being authentic. Well, this that was the real him at that point. Um, but that's like I said with the misdirection. He that was the reason why he had to latch on to Bowie looking like a monkey to to throw the people off of him being a goofball. Yep. Well, you know, uh, um, Benji, you know, Benji's fat. This, you know, everybody, everybody's something else. Uh, you know, this person's that or whatever, just so he could, you know, throw somebody at one point, I think it might've been on radio karate that said it was like the warriors is like the warriors did it, you know, it was like a misdirection. And that's what it yeah. is with, with Wiggy <laughs> about everything. It's like, I, yeah. I, I discovered this. I was the one that came up with this, you know, and if he says it enough, people will believe it. Well, and they did because especially in the early days when, of course, no one could play the uh, the real audio back to, you know, the Steve Dahl show or Mark and Brian or whatever, whoever else came up with something like but Bongo Fiesta was a ripoff. Yeah, yeah I, I believed it. I mean, I'm like 
there was no reason at that point not to believe it. I, I think mm-hmm. I started not believing some of the stuff, and part of it was his own fault with the history of Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is we had um, one of the guys that was his station manager or something in, in New York when he was at um, WNBC ended up having a radio show in Boston on um, RKO. And I used to listen to him on the drive, you know, drive to work. And I remember him saying that he was um, – you know, that he was one of Howard's managers and that private parts was kind of a, a fairy tale and none of that was really real. And he, he said, you know, he didn't he didn't really even badmouth Howard. He just said that it was all, he was just overdramatic and that the stuff that, you know, that he was all beaten up at that station and all that just wasn't true. It was well, just the station, so much- was, the station was going in another direction. Well, so much of it was bullshit, like the time when he was at Briarcliff Manor, but that's that's the first gig in the show in the movie. And then he's playing the Ramones like he would have thrown the Ramones off. He played like Seals and Croft and that kind of shit back then. It wasn't, you know, but but it can't it, it doesn't look good in the rock and roll current era of Howard, even though they stop at 1985, which makes zero sense. But I think that was, uh, I mean, we all fell for it. Um, you know, like I said, this the show's like Alcoholics Anonymous for people like us, but um, that were big fans. And um, But yeah, that was the first seeds of it. It was like, well, wait a minute, this guy is saying that it's like not real and it's overdramatic. And um, so that, that kind of got me listening. And then when you heard some of the stuff back on the history of Howard Stern, it kind of contradicted a lot of the stuff that was in Private Parts and the stuff that he said over the years. He can't get his own story straight is the bottom line. He's too stupid to, to be a good liar uh, because of the best liars, yeah. you know, include a bit of truth in it. But also they they can remember what they've said in the lie. Right. Um, I wanted to ask you a question about that because I just brought up private parts and it occurred to me. They did stop officially in the movie at the end, that stupid bullshit concert within the park with uh, ACDC where they had to digitize extras to, to put him yeah. in to make it look fuller. That was funny. At the height <laughs> of his power, they couldn't fill out whatever they needed with extras and probably couldn't afford to pay all those extras. That's why. Um, they they stop at 85 do you think that's because deep down inside they figured well if the movie's a success we can tell the story going forward from 1985 ahead to present day I think they were probably banking on like Miss America like the sequel and then the movie didn't you know the movie kind of didn't do much and I I don't know I, I like I don't think I've ever talked about what I thought about the movie but I went to see it on the opening night with my best friend and um which was fun because it was all Stern fans and sure. um, people, people were like went nuts and stuff. And then, but I remember sitting there and I'm like, well, that's it, you know? And, um, and then the two of us kind of walked out. They said, yeah, it was okay. And then I went to see it with my ex-wife and she, um, she really liked it, but she wasn't a Stern fan. That's when she started mm-hmm. coming around. So it's and on some level, it did do what they wanted it to do. It got her listening to the show because before that she, she, my, my ex-wife was like really, like real far left. Um, she worked for like women's rights groups and, um, you know, she was a victim advocate and stuff like that she still is. And she's the real deal, but she, um, she ended up liking the show. And now it's like, if she ever, she, never in a million years, if she talked to me now, would she think that I, I hate this guy as much as I do? Cause it was the opposite before. And some yeah. of the stuff she pointed out, some of the stuff like to, to me that, and she was absolutely right, you know, back then, but then I was like, nah, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. He doesn't really mean it. It's just, you know. And then I think she kind of believed that it was just a joke. And then the other thing that was odd, there was there was a guy 
my uncle told me this and my um and a, a really good friend of mine and i, I don't I know if you told me this, this yeah i don't ahead. know if i've told this on the show but they had haven't. a friend that he was about maybe 15 years older than me and you know he's probably wiggy's age and he um he actually is my friend that died of COVID. he was like one when that first hit and he um he used to say to me like he'd listen to the show and he's like is howard gay i'm like howard's not gay and he's like he's like oh, i don't know i don't know and he used to he picked up on it and then my uncle my uncle was a ron bennington fan he listened to ron and ron and he, he um I, and I said oh do you listen to howard stern he's like no i can't stand him he saw and he come everything that he said was what i believe about wiggy now and he's like oh he's full of shit he's you know i mean he had, he had said some racist uh, oh he's a cheap jew and you know all that oh. kind of stuff that i don't get into that but he's cheap but doesn't have anything to do with his um, yeah, religion or racism yeah right yeah. i don't go right. for that but but the other things he said were right and the two of them were the same age and but the one that really kills me if, if henry man if he was alive today i tell you man you really hit on something um, yeah but yeah he said to me he's like, is, is he gay and i'm like howard i'm like hell no he, he was ahead of the curve yeah i don't know if it's because they were the same age and he picked up on stuff or well, I, I don't know you, well, you know, I said this earlier on a more recent episode. Do you know that Gay Ramon has a Twitter page? No, no I didn't know. And that. I, he he ever I, I looked it up, and he's doing some kind of like finance work now, I guess. But it does say, you know, formerly gay, rich, you know, on the on the Howard Stern show. And I think mm -hmm. if I knew more about that era, I think he'd be a great interview. Gay, gay rich or gay Ramon? Gay, gay, sorry, gay, uh, gay rich, not gay. Oh, Ramon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And, and I think, but I think the problem is, I don't think, I don't think he'd be honest if he thought that Howard was gay. Yeah, and he might not be, he, he might not be enough. He might not be like in, he might not have been in enough to see what went on where that was concerned. I I don't know, but can't they spot each other and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That. Gator. gator. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam says that she can kind of tell, right? I don't know. She's. Um, well, she, but, but, but then she couldn't for years. Like she was oh. just, you know, you know, she convinced, she convinced herself, you know, no, it, it oh. didn't hit her until like way later. Or maybe it was her gay friend kind of tipped her off to stuff over the years. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Uh -huh. Um, so we're good. We'll continue. But before we do that, um, there was one thing, uh, you touched on something and I wanted to get, get your comp, your commentary on it, but we'll, uh, I'll, if I can remember, we'll go back into it. I had Maybe long hair. I cut my hair to get a job in radio. And then when I saw that it didn't matter anymore to have short hair, I grew my hair back again. You cut your hair like that and you look like that because you thought you did it to get Absolutely. a job? Absolutely. Did you read my first book? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't read that? So the whole time, right from DC 101 up to right. DC. Right, that's exactly and it. And never decided And to I questioned it after a while, and I said, you know, why am yeah, I doing why this? why is he doing it? He said to himself, and he let his hair grow again. Okay. You're so bizarre. I am. And look who's talking. Who doesn't do everything I do? I don't do. Then why is my hair short? Who had earrings way before? Because now you got old. 